Yes, you lovely fuckers. Welcome back to the Christian Casanova podcast, episode number 17. Just Zana Do It. Very, very pleased with this title. Came to me this morning. I was like, fuck yes, that is a thrifty title. So, Just Zana Do It. We're going to dive bomb into this in just a little sec. But basically, uh, the focus of this podcast is all about achieving outrageous success, finding personal fulfillment and designing a reality in your ideal image. So just a few updates before we begin. So UK has now entered national lockdown. Boris has put the clamps down on the country. So it means if you go out your house, you might get stopped by the army that's not going to happen but basically you're not allowed to go anywhere not to do anything it's a national lockdown so you know it's 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 a big one uh so basically most things are going to be closed till at least mid-feb possibly end of march so the one-on-one january coaching that i had scheduled with guys will resume once the lockdown ends however we are still having weekly calls to simply just chat and to plan for when the country opens back up again. I don't want the guys I work with to just be sat there thinking, oh, you know, life is shit, can't do anything. You know, I've been having regular coaching coaching calls with my guys and making sure that even though this is not an ideal situation, adaptation over frustration um, you know, just making sure that every guy that I work with is motivated, is inspired, and just burped, is ready to absolutely crush it when we are given the green light. So, you know, if if you're in the UK or if you live somewhere that is in lockdown, you can still meet women in person. Like, obviously, most likely there's going to be less footfall. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing full-blown day game sessions, but if you're out on a walk, if you're getting your exercise, if you're going to the supermarket and you see a girl and maybe she checks you out, gets you, gives you a nice IOI, then just fucking go for it, man. You've got nothing to lose. Like, obviously, be mindful of the current social dynamics, be socially intelligent, but remember that people are still people, women are still women, and there is a deep craving to connect now more than ever. Excuse me. So, um, final update is I'm planning on running my first boot camp sessions, my first boot camps, hopefully in the spring, most likely in May. So, these are going to be three-day street seduction immersion programs um, designed to rapidly accelerate your progress and smash through your particular sticking point. So it's gonna be four hours of coaching per day. And at the end of each session, we reflect and create an individually tailored plan of action that's gonna enable you to get the most out of the next session. And then once the boot camp is complete, we will have weekly accountability calls to make sure you keep on track and ensure you maintain your momentum. So at the moment, eight places are going to be available for this historical Christian Casanova very first boot camp. So if you would like to get in early, if you want to express your interest or simply just 
get more information about the bootcamp, send me an email, ukdaygame at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at Christian Magician. All right, so let us dive bomb into this week's topic. Just Zana do it. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Zana do, basically, there is a poem by Samuel Taylor Coleridge named Kubla Khan. And in that poem, Coleridge paints a picture of a place known as Xanadu. And basically, Xanadu is is, uh, defined as an idealized place of great or idyllic magnificence and beauty. So basically, In my opinion, we all have our own version of Xanadu. We all have that idealized place where we want to get to. We all dream of that ideal reality. We all imagine ourselves living a life that excites us, fulfills us, and satisfies us on a deep personal level. And what I'm gonna do uh, to kick this off is I'm gonna read you a passage from the poem um, from Kubla Khan. Um, which Coleridge apparently produced after taking opium. So a big shout out to uh, STC. Uh, I'm just going to get this up on my phone. Here we go. All right, so this is the final stanza of the poem. Um, I just think it's sick, so I just want to share with you. So anyway, a damsel with a dulcimer in a vision once I saw. It was an Abyssinian maid, and on her dulcimer she played, singing of Mount Abora. Could I revive within me her symphony and song to such a deep delight would win me that with music loud and long, I would build that dome in air, that sunny dome, those caves of ice. And all who heard should see them there and all should cry, beware, beware. His flashing eyes, his floating hair, weave a circle round him thrice and close your eyes with holy dread for he on honeydew hath fed and drunk the milk of paradise. Now you probably sat there thinking, Christian, what the fuck are you on? Have you taken opium? Why the fuck are you sharing this? What does this have to do with day again? What does this have to do with my fucking life? What is going on, fella? Fear not. Basically, like I say, we all have this vision for ourselves. This poem is about having a vision a vision in a dream, as it's often uh, described. And as men, we need purpose. We need a vision for our lives. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people since this whole pandemic started sink into a state of lethargy, especially in lockdown. Like we've got more time with our thoughts. And many people are uncomfortable in their own company, to actually just sit with themselves and see where their mind actually goes to. Um, You know, people fear the silence. I think today's society is filled with distraction addicts. We're always distracting ourselves. We're always trying to fill the gaps, fill the time with activity. Maybe we're watching something. Maybe we're drinking something. Maybe we're like speaking with someone on the phone, it's always do, do, do. And 
you know, as much as this is great for productivity and you should definitely be smashing life and always be like on the front foot, like you also need to have those times to just like check in with yourself and make sure you're on your path, make sure you're aligned with your with your mission, with your purpose and actually doing shit. Because like I said before, if you're inviting women into your life, you don't know who the fuck you are. If you don't know yourself, you're going to have a very difficult time connecting with women because they're going to be like, you know, this guy doesn't even fucking know himself. So how am I meant to connect with him? So, you know, if you want to be making those powerful connections with women who you're attracted to, you really do need this strong sense of self. Know who the fuck you are. Know where the fuck you're going. Know what your ideal reality looks like because that's going to allow you to filter through the people, the things, the experiences that don't resonate with you. Like people who don't know themselves well will just say yes to everything. And although this is fine when you're younger, like certainly as you get older, you know, you don't want to be saying yes to everything. You do want to be a little little bit more picky about things because this shows a clear sense of self. It shows you've got clear boundaries. It shows you know what the fuck you want. It shows that you're a man who knows himself and is able to make decisions based on how he feels rather than how he's influenced. And I think one of the keys to living a great life, which is going to take up the bulk of this particular podcast, is decisiveness. Okay, so being able to decide on something, like being able to make a decision and take action rather than standing still in this sedative state of option paralysis. So define your destination, find your Xanadu. It's not enough to just dream about it. Like you have to make the decision to actually get involved. Um, I've made a note on this somewhere. Where is it? There it is. Yeah, I've just, these, these hieroglyphics of mine, I've just wrote three words, plan, execute, prepare. In my mind, that's helping me. Um, but yeah, but, but yeah, plan, execute, prepare. There is a difference between dreams and goals. Like dreams require thought and goals, they require action. So I would advise you, you know, stop simply dreaming about what it is that you want to do and start planning for it you know don't be that guy that sleepwalks through life and wakes up when his best years are behind him like don't allow yourself to drift along an avenue of averageism like for me mediocrity is the enemy yet i think far too many people settle for something because it's good enough but good enough was never good enough for anything and if you're in a relationship, if you're in a situation, if you're in a job and you're just settling because it'll do, you know, remind yourself that this is your fucking life and, you know, every second is slipping through your fingers at a lightning pace. You can't afford to be settling for good enough. Like, you have to be going full fucking throttle because you get one fucking shot at this thing and once once it's done, it's fucking done. And, you know, you're only young once as well. And, um... Napoleon Hill, absolute legend, he said, don't wait, the time will never be just right. And I think that summarises it perfectly. I think a lot of people wait around until the moment is perfect. You know, oh, I'll do it when, I'll do it if. But this is like postponing your happiness. And it's like, you know, you're trying to get that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Oh, if only I could do it when and it's like no the time is now you have to 
take action. Now, I know the situation is not ideal, but you can still do things. Like, I'm not saying you have to go out and be fucking day gaming like seven days a week during a fucking national lockdown. Ridiculous. As if I'm not, I'm not going to say that shit. But what I'm saying is you have to know what you want and you have to be able to find loopholes. You have to be able to find ways around it. Adaptation over frustration. Don't be the victim. Always be living like the liberated nihilist, embracing your own mortality, realize that everything is forgettable and just start making fucking decisions. Like on a personal note, like I started my whole street seduction journey during this pandemic. Like I don't know any different to girls wearing masks, things being in temporary lockdowns. And you know, I could have waited. I could have just sat at home and made excuses and been like, oh, I'll start getting involved with this stuff once this whole corona thing blows over. And certainly, you know, people said that to me, like, maybe you should wait, maybe you shouldn't be doing this right now. Like, there's gonna be time to do this, but I've been having the fucking most unreal time in my life. Like, since I started this whole thing in July of last year, like the experiences have been ridiculous this shit will honestly change your life if you are prepared to completely immerse yourself and give yourself completely at least for a couple of months to the process properly exposing yourself to things that scare you properly facing yourself realizing that you are against yourself and nothing is in your way apart from you yes sir obviously are external factors you have to consider but you know the benefits of doing this the skills that you learn are in my opinion more essential now than ever before like social anxiety is rife and if you can be somebody to conjure up a conversation with an attractive girl doesn't matter what comes from that interaction the fact that you've shown up you're spreading good fucking feels around the world, let the chips fall where they may, be detached from the destination, but showing that clear masculine intent, making the decision to act rather than standing on the sidelines like the vast majority of men fucking do, pissing away their time rather than maximising it. If you can really get involved with this stuff, if you can really learn to harness these skills and learn them, then the, the, the... the options that you have, the, the possibilities, the beauty that will unfold in front of you is fucking magnificent, you know? And I'm grateful that I made the decision when I did to get involved with this because, you know, all great things, all great lives are made by making great decisions. And it's decisions that allow us to progress as human beings. And, you know, just always be reminding yourself that everything truly is forgettable nothing fucking matters in the most liberating of ways possible and you can't afford to be bailing on yourself you can't afford to just be sat there twiddling your thumbs thinking oh, i'll do it next week i'll do it when you know times are better like fuck that like you need to really take ownership of your life grab life by the fucking balls and just start running with it because you know you don't get this shit back but what i thought would be a good idea is left let's shift the focus um, <clears throat> to being decisive when it comes to seduction. How long have we got on there? The sweet 15 minute mark. So yeah, so when you're going around, you know, you're doing your daily life and you see that girl that you're attracted to and you think, you, you know exactly, you want to go talk to her because you're attracted to her, because you want to have an unreal experience with her, 
don't hesitate, okay? Like, hesitation kills seduction. Like, don't be rejecting yourself on someone else's behalf. Don't be creating stories in your head that have nothing to do with her, that have nothing to do with reality. Make the decision. You see a girl, go up and fucking speak with her. It is that fucking easy. Just let your legs carry you and let the words come out of your mouth. Like we talk about approach anxiety, how to get over it. I've said in previous podcasts, consider it approach excitement. Tell yourself you're excited and really realize that inactivity, not doing it is gonna make you feel worse in the long run. Because you know, we all sit there at night with just our thoughts, we're lying there in bed and all those thoughts come into our head that just pisses on our like opinion of ourselves and we start to feel shit and those demons come into our head. Like it really is a medicine. Being able to be a street seducer, being able to just go up and have conversations with women who you're attracted to puts you on such a fucking high. I remember those early days of when I was going out, man, like that was one of the best natural highs I've ever felt. Just that feeling you get when you're just, when your mind is like, fuck me, this is scary, but you take the plunge and you do it anyway. You feel like a million fucking dollars. And even though I've had that experience with magic for over 10 years, approaching people, showing magic, it's a different sort of buzz from this because I'm not hiding behind props. I'm not hiding behind a magic persona. It's just me and I'm putting myself authentically in front of a woman and just saying to the world, judge me fucking fairly. And that's what I want to inspire men to do. I want to inspire a generation of men to ditch the dating apps and really discover their own approach to life, be able to express themselves authentically to women in a socially intelligent way and leave women better than they found. This is not that old school bullshit, like pickup type of thing where you just try to take, take, take. It's an enriching experience for everyone involved and every girl who gets involved with me is better for it. I'm not saying that in some narcissistic, big-headed way. It's fucking true because I know the effect that this shit has. When you make a woman feel desired, when you make her feel celebrated, when you make her feel witnessed, that masculine energy, that polarizing masculine energy is fucking amazing. And to make women feel sexy, in my opinion, is, is, is the greatest gift you can give to women, the greatest gift you can give to the world is your masculine energy. Um, but I'm a bit of a rant there, but um, bringing it back to decisiveness in day game, you know, if you see like a, a group of girls, a two set, decide who it is that you fucking like. Don't be in the, in the um, conversation. You still don't know which one you're gonna ask out. And you do that shitty thing, what I've seen guys do where, they'll ask one girl out and she'll be like, oh, I'm unavailable. And then they'll turn to a friend and be like, oh, are you available? And it's just like, it, it just takes that edge off things. You need to decide. You see two girls, especially if it's two hot girls, you need to decide which one you're going to go for and fucking stick to it. It's a bit like in football when you go and take a penalty. Decide where you're going to kick that thing and stick to it. Because if you try to change your mind midway through, you're probably going to miss and get nothing from it. So, you know, And even when it comes to dating as well, like decisiveness is so fucking important. Like it's up to you as a man to decide on the venues, lead her, decide to go for the fucking kiss. Like I know that part of the date 
like fills men with dread. Oh my God, now I have to kiss her. But if you've been polarizing, if you've had that flirtatious energy from the start, the kiss will feel natural. The reason why a kiss can feel awkward with a girl is because you spend two or three hours with just small talk, with bland, boring, getting to know you conversation. And you've already put yourself into the fucking friend zone. Like girls don't put you into the friend zone. You put yourself there by being a fucking wussy, by not showing up, by not showing intent, by not polarizing, and by not saying, I'm a man, you're a woman. The reason I've got you on this fucking date is because I desire you, so I'm gonna fucking kiss you. And if she declines, no fucking problem. Don't make a big deal out of it. Just go for it again. Just say, listen, it's my job to go for the kiss. It's your job to resist. I'm gonna fucking go for it again. And it just puts you on this lover vibe. Like you've got nothing to lose by going for the kiss. Absolutely nothing. It will show the woman you've got clear intent. It will show the woman you've got balls. It will show her you're not afraid of your own sexuality. The only thing you should ever fear is not going for that fucking kiss when you're on a date with a woman. But you might say, oh, Christian, but like, I wanna get to know this girl. I wanna take her out on two or three dates. Like, yeah, I appreciate that. You can do it, but it has to start off on this wave of polarization. It can't begin in a way which is very lukewarm and you then try and escalate it over the course of two or three dates. You're just gonna be wasting each other's time. She wants to feel your sexually charged energy. She wants to feel like she's in the presence of a guy who can just go into the world and can just fucking get what he wants or at least go after it. You know, It's not about like, oh, I didn't get the kiss, so I failed. No, it's about showing up, deciding to go and kiss her and then fucking do it. Like I'm gonna make like more dating videos. Obviously like dating venues are not available at the moment. I have got uh, an interesting video too that I'm gonna share on YouTube at some point this month, um, which is like a instant date type of video where you'll see like a coffee shop date as well. So that's cool, we can break that down and chat about that. Um, and also I'll be releasing like the Christian Casanova street structure model, which I mentioned in a few earlier podcasts, which is basically, you know, a beginner's blueprint to like what you fucking do when you get out, you've left your house, now what the fuck do you do? You're in this fucking crazy world. Like, what do you say to a girl that you're attracted to? So all that good stuff is coming. Um, uh, one more thing I'll say about uh, decision-making. Like, I, I know so many people who are in relationships. Like, I know both the guy and the girl. And there's so many times, but it's so frustrating where I will hear the girl asks the guy to basically make a decision, like, do you want this or this? And the guy will always defer, he'll always be like, oh, I'm not sure, what do you want? And I'm not one of these guys who's like, you always need to be like fucking saying, right, this is what's gonna happen. But women want you to make fucking decisions. They don't want to be saddled with the responsibility of making the fucking decision. They wanna be in a relationship with a guy who can fucking look after them, who can go through the world as their orchestrator and who can take the fucking pressure off because these days women have got it all to fucking do. They have to make decisions. They have to bring up the fucking kids. They have to most time like be the fucking breadwinner and all this shit. And it's like, you know, I'm all for like equality and stuff, but it's there's an imbalance in the world at the moment, in my opinion. Men are not showing up. There's a a, a lack of masculine energy in this fucking world. Men are too fucking lukewarm and they just want the women to do all the fucking work. And it's like newsflash, you need to start showing up. You need to show up your masculine energy. You need to know who the fuck you are, know what the fuck you want, decide to go after it. Don't just sit there wishing things were different. Make the change that you wanna see in the fucking world. That's it. Hopefully you have 
extracted intense amounts of value from this podcast. It's always a joy to speak to you on this Sunday. If you have any questions, then always just drop me an email, message me on Instagram, happily speak with you. I love hearing from you people. Um, and yeah, big thank you to all the appreciation on YouTube videos. The channel is doing good at the moment. We're gaining <clears throat> new subscribers. The view, count, the view count's going up and that's big thank you to all of you, especially the people who've been here since the start. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, and yeah, like I said, all the January coaching and stuff, we, we will resume all that, get excited about the boot camps. I'm fucking excited. I can't wait to work with, with more and more guys and really help them take control of this part of their life and really watch their transformation and see how the benefits overspill into all elements of their life because this shit genuinely will change your life. Last thing I'll say is be more decisive, start making decisions and you will have the lifestyle you want to have. Discover, define your Xanadu and then just fucking Xanadu it. All right, I'm going to sign out there. Take care of yourselves. Appreciate you all. Stay sexy. Speak to you next week. Ta-da.